Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, Signal finally rolls out usernames, but Apple goes one better security-wise by quantum encrypting iMessage. Weirdly, Apple also launched a standalone sports scores app. Gemma is an open-source flavor of Gemini from Google, and Reddit wants to reserve some IPO shares for its users. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. At long last, Signal has finally rolled out usernames in beta, letting users conceal their phone numbers for the first time. Signal still requires inputting a phone number to register, though. Quoting Wired, Today, Signal launched the rollout in beta of a long-awaited set of features it's describing simply as phone number privacy. Those features which Wired has tested are designed to allow users to conceal their phone numbers as they communicate on the app and instead share a username as a less sensitive method of connecting with one another. Rather than give your phone number to other Signal contacts as the identifier they use to begin a conversation with you, in other words, you can now choose to be discoverable via a chosen handle or even to prevent anyone who does have your phone number from finding you on Signal. The use of phone numbers has long been perhaps the most persistent criticism of Signal's design. These new privacy protections finally offer a fix, says Meredith Whitaker, Signal's president. We want to build a communications app that everyone in the world can easily use to connect with anyone else privately. That privately is really in bold, underlined in italics, Whitaker tells Wired. So we're extremely sympathetic to people who might be using Signal in high-risk environments who say, the phone number is really sensitive information, and I don't feel comfortable having that disseminated broadly, end quote. In the new features, which are available in beta now, but which Signal plans to roll out in a more final version in the coming weeks, Signal has made three changes. One setting that's now switched on by default, and two that are opt-in features. First, by default, your phone number will no longer be visible in your Signal profile unless someone already has the number saved in their phone's address book. Second, you can now choose to create and share a unique username or a QR code that contains it with anyone you want to connect with. Mine, for instance, is Andy.01. Once someone does start messaging you, a little confusingly, they'll see your chosen profile name instead of that username. That profile name just as before in Signal doesn't have to be unique, and the person you're interacting with can also change it in their own view of you in the app." End quote. Signal, of course, has always made its name as a secure messaging app, but this is taking it even further than that. Apple has announced PQ3, a post-quantum cryptographic protocol for iMessage that uses the Kyber algorithm launching in iOS 17.4, iPadOS 17.4, and macOS 14.4. Quoting Apple Insider, Apple already includes end-to-end encryption in its secure iMessage platform, but while elements such as contact key verification can help keep users secure from current-generation computing threats, it could have a hard time taking on quantum computing. To thwart quantum computers when they eventually become more commonly used, Apple is not waiting until they arrive to bolster its security. To try and minimize the risks from the use of quantum computing, cryptographers have worked on post-quantum cryptography, or PQC. This consists of new public key algorithms that are becoming the basis of quantum secure protocols, namely protocols that can be used by current non-quantum computers but that are still secure when put against quantum computers. Apple describes the state of quantum cryptography in messaging applications in a tiered approach, increasing with the level number. Level 0 and level 1 are deemed classical cryptography without quantum security, while level 2 and later are categorized as using PQC. Moving to PQC level signal 
is the first and only large-scale messaging app to be classified as Level 2. Apple's announcement is that it has come up with a new cryptographic protocol it calls PQ3 that will be incorporated into iMessage. The change offers, quote, the strongest protection against quantum attacks, with iMessage becoming the first and only to support Level 3 security. Existing iMessage conversations between devices that can support PQ3 will be automatically changing over to the new protocol. Apple adds that as it, quote, gains operational experience with PQ3 at the massive global scale of iMessage, PQ3 will replace existing cryptographic protocols within all supported conversations by the end of 2024, end quote. And quoting Wired for why this is important. Billions of medical records, financial transactions, and messages we send to each other are protected by encryption. It's fundamental to keeping modern life and the global economy running relatively smoothly. However, the decades-long race to create vastly powerful quantum computers, which could easily crack current encryption, creates new risks. While practical quantum computing technology may still be years or decades away, security officials, tech companies, and governments are ramping up their efforts to start using a new generation of post-quantum cryptography. These new encryption algorithms will in short, protect our current systems against any potential quantum computing-based attacks. Quantum computing is serious business. Governments in the U.S., China, Russia, and tech companies such as Google, Amazon, and IBM are plowing billions into the still relatively nascent efforts to create quantum computers. If successful, the technology could help unlock scientific breakthroughs in everything from drug design to creating longer-lasting batteries. Politicians are also vying to become quantum superpowers. The current quantum computing devices are still experimental and not practical for general use. Unlike the computers we use today, quantum computers use qubits, which can exist in more than one state. Current bits are either ones or zeros. It means that quantum devices can store more information than traditional computers and perform more complex calculations, including potentially cracking encryption. Quantum computers, if deployed reliably and in a scalable manner, would have the potential to break most of today's cryptography, says Lukas Olejnik, an independent security and privacy researcher and consultant. This includes the encryption in the messaging apps billions of people use every day. Most encrypted messaging apps using public key cryptography have used RSA, elliptic curve, or Diffie-Hellman algorithms, end quote. Guess what? Apple launched a new app today as well. Apple Sports is a free app offering scores and stats for the NBA, Premier League, and more in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. on iOS 17.2 or later. Quoting Variety, Apple is releasing Apple Sports as a standalone app rather than as a feature in, say, Apple News in order to deliver real-time scores and updates as rapidly as possible. The business case? The app also is designed to drive viewership to the Apple TV app to watch live sports, including all Major League Soccer matches, which are available through Apple TV's MLS Season Pass subscription add-on. Under an exclusive 10-year worldwide deal, the tech company struck with the league. Apple Sports includes a watch-on Apple TV button for each game, if applicable, which kicks open the Apple TV app to the service that's live-streaming the event and where you can subscribe if you don't already. The Apple Sports app also displays live betting odds for each game, although users can turn those off if they don't want to see them, as well as current game clock, play-by-play information, team stats, and lineup details. Users can customize their scoreboards on Apple Sports by following their favorite team teams, tournaments, and leagues, and Apple Sports will sync users' favorites with the Apple TV app and Apple News, end quote. And quoting The Verge. 
The app supports the NBA, NHL, NCAA, Premier League, and several other leagues at launch, including MLS, the soccer league Apple has exclusive streaming rights to. Bundesliga, La Liga, Liga MX, Liga Un, and Serie A are also supported, and more services will be added after launch. Apple says that MLB, NFL, NCAAF, NWSL, and WNBA will be available, quote, for their upcoming seasons, end quote. By the way, Apple also says the iPhone 15 lineup can retain up to 80% of its original battery capacity at 1,000 charge cycles, up from its original estimate of 500 charge cycles. This is notable considering the various controversies around iPhone battery life claims over the years. Quoting 9to5Mac, Apple says that its testing involved charging and discharging the battery 1,000 times under specific circumstances representing common use cases. The improvement is due to Apple making continued updates to battery components and power management systems over the years. Apple says that this change in battery cycle lifespan only applies to the iPhone 15, 15 Plus, 15 Pro, and iPhone 15 Pro Max. Previous iPhone models continue to be rated at retaining up to 80% capacity at 500 complete charge cycles. The company adds, however, that it is currently investigating older iPhone models as well, end quote. And quoting Macworld. It's well known that the rechargeable batteries of iPhones and other electronic devices degrade over time and will eventually need to be replaced, but it's possible to slow this process by taking care of your handset and not wearing out the battery unnecessarily. The 80% charging limit feature Apple released is a good place to start, end quote. Google is not about to open-source Gemini, its big, bad, open-AI, competitive AI model anytime soon, but Google still wants you to remember that it has a long history of open-source when it comes to AI development. To that end, today Google announced Gemma, new state-of-the-art open models based on the same research and technology that brought you Gemini. Developed by DeepMind and other Google Teams, the model is available today with all the weights and tools to help developers begin working on it. Gemma comes in two flavors, Gemma 2B and Gemma 7B. Each comes in pre-trained and instruction-tuned variants. There are tool chains for inferences and supervised fine-tuning across all major frameworks, and the pre-trained and instruction-tuned models can run on your laptop. Gemma has been optimized for NVIDIA's GPU and Google Cloud TPUs as well. Basically, the idea here is for devs to run wild with this, fine-tune Gemma models on their own data sets. They're even offering $300 in credits for new Google Cloud users to get started, but you can also use Gemma for free in Kaggle. Quoting The Verge. While Gemini is a big closed AI model that directly competes with and is nearly as powerful as OpenAI's ChatGPT, the lightweight Gemma will likely be suitable for smaller tasks like simple chatbots or summarizations. But what these models lack in complication, they make up for in speed and cost of use. Despite their smaller size, Google claims Gemma models, quote, surpass significantly larger models on key benchmarks and are, quote, capable of running directly on a developer laptop or desktop computer. They will be available via Kaggle, Hugging Face, NVIDIA's Nemo, and Google's Vertex AI, end quote. With everybody fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. 
Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. I use this, and you should, too. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee, so get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Let's be real for a minute. Most guys would wear a t-shirt every day of their lives if they could. The problem is that most t-shirts are not acceptable to wear at work or out on a hot date night. But today's sponsor, Cuts, has finally changed that. Cuts t-shirts are such high-quality, wrinkle-free, and so buttery soft that you can look like you're dressing up even when you're dressing down. Yeah, you heard that. Wrinkle-free. You never have to substitute comfort for fashion ever again. If you see me in a t-shirt, it's likely one from Cuts. I'm also a huge fan of their AO5 pocket pants, the right sort of step up from jeans without going all the way into dress pants, like literally my ideal Venn diagram of professional looking but comfortable feeling. When you touch something from Cuts, you can immediately feel the quality. Their proprietary fabric blends are ridiculously soft and breathable, they don't wrinkle, and they look way more expensive than they actually are. For a limited time, our listeners get 20% off your entire order when you use code RIDE at checkout. That's 20% off your order at CutsClothing.com with promo code RIDE. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Experience the perfect blend of style and comfort with Cuts Clothing. CutsClothing.com, promo code RIDE for 20% off. Seemingly another AI breakthrough to tell you about here. Demos from AI chipmaker Grok have gone viral after the startup's inference engine showed lightning-fast speeds when running LLMs, including for real-time conversations. This is Grok, G-R-O-Q, not Grok, G-R-O-K, which is Elon Musk's AI chatbot, quoting Gizmodo. Grok claims to provide the world's fastest large language models, and third-party tests are saying that claim might hold up. In a split second, Grok produces hundreds of words in a factual answer, citing sources along the way, according to a demo posted on X. In another demo, founder and CEO Jonathan Ross let a CNN host have a real-time verbal conversation with an AI chatbot halfway across the world on live television. While ChatGPT, Gemini, and other chatbots are impressive, Grok could make them lightning fast, fast enough to have practical use cases in the real world. Grok creates AI chips called language processing units, or LPUs, which claim to be faster than NVIDIA's graphics processing units, or GPUs. NVIDIA's GPUs are generally seen as the industry standard for running AI models, but early results show that LPUs might blow them out of the water. Grok is an inference engine, not a chatbot like ChatGPT, Gemini, or Grok. It helps these chatbots run incredibly fast, but does not replace them altogether. On Grok's website, you can test out different chatbots and see how fast they run using Grok's LPUs. Grok produces 247 tokens per second compared to Microsoft's 18 tokens per second, according to a third-party test from 
artificial analysis published last week. That means ChatGPT could run more than 13x as fast if it was running on Grok's chips. AI chatbots like ChatGPT, Gemini, and Grok could be significantly more useful if they were faster. One current limitation is that these models can't keep up with real-time human speech. Some delays make conversations feel robotic. Google recently faked its Gemini demo to make it look like Gemini could have a real-time multimodal conversation, even though it can't. But with Grok's increased speeds, that video could be a reality, end quote. Finally today, sources are telling the journal that Reddit plans to reserve some of its IPO shares for around 75,000 loyal users, an unusual move that could build loyalty as it lists its shares on the NYSE in March. Quote, the company plans to reserve an as-yet-undetermined number of shares for 75,000 of its most prolific so-called Redditors when it goes public next month, according to people familiar with the matter. The users will have the opportunity to buy Reddit shares at its initial public offering price before the stock starts trading, a privilege normally reserved only for big investors. Ideally for the company and its underwriters, Reddit shares will rise in their stock market debut, bestowing big gains on those who buy in at the IPO price. If the stock falls, however, it could anger those members of Reddit's community, a group that, broadly speaking, hasn't shied away from boycotts in the past. Banks generally favor selling the bulk of an IPO to big money managers that tend to hold stocks for a relatively long time. Individual investors are viewed as more fickle and prone to selling at the first sign of weakness. Robinhood, a stock trading platform on which many of the meme stocks were traded, sold a chunk of its IPO to its users in 2021. That made for a volatile first day of trading with the stock falling more than 8%. The stock recovered for a bit, but now trades more than 60% below the IPO price. In October 2021, Reddit CEO Steve Huffman said at the Wall Street Journal's Tech Live conference that he wanted to make any offering more accessible to individuals. I want our users to be shareholders, and I want our shareholders to be users, he said, end quote. Final link in the show notes today is to the YouTube video of the bonus episode I'll post to the podcast feed this weekend. I spoke with Ed Zitron about two things we actually haven't spoken a lot about. First, the whole Substack Nazi controversy, which we really didn't cover at all. And second, breaking down where we think the Twitter diaspora is settling. Threads, Blue Sky, Mastodon, who is still on X even. Ed is extremely online, so he helps me break all that down. Again, final link in the show notes is to the video or wait for it to post right here this weekend. <laughs> 